Welcome to another episode of the B-Team, guys. I'm joined by Shaq TV. You may have seen him on YouTube, Instagram, and TikTok. Shaq, thank you for jumping on, mate. Thanks for, uh, thanks for having me, yeah. No, it's a pleasure. It's a pleasure being... Excited to be here. Uh, you know, graced by a fellow creator. Dams is away this week. Adama, he's enjoying himself in the islands of Fiji with his missus. Very nice. He's parked nice. up with a few pina coladas, celebrating his anniversary. He's having a lovely time. He wanted to zoom in. I said, listen, mate. Enjoy your break. You've been working hard. He's been doing quite a deserve bit. Deserve it. Yeah, yeah he, he deserves a break. He deserves a break. Now, what did you get up to over the weekend, Shaq? Do you watch a bit of footy? I know you're a Tigers fan, unfortunately. You poor bastard. Yeah. How, how did that? How'd you cope with that? Cried myself to sleep. Yeah, I'd imagine. Uh, one of those one of those days, you know. But um, other than that, yeah, just film some videos. Yeah, as you always do as a creator, doesn't stop. And um, yeah, pretty much it. Just enjoyed my time. Yeah, you're weekend. mainly you're mainly getting that YouTube once a week upload out, mm -hmm. aren't you? Yeah, you're not yeah. not too much on TikTok anymore, as in as as regular as as it used to be. YouTube is where you're at. You yeah. got over hundred thousand subscribers on on YouTube. Yeah, hundred and thirty just ticked over on the wow, weekend. Mate, so on that. Yeah, you got your plaque. You. you got your plaque. I got my plaque. Yeah, yeah. I've always wanted that plaque, but um, yeah, just trying to go for that one million now. Just looks is better. Gold, that's, gold that's looks the better. Next goal, one yeah, mil. yeah, yeah, yeah. One million, but uh, it's uh, it's a long grind, and I think in Australia it's just very difficult to get there because we're all new to content here in Australia, mm. so um, not as big as America or the UK. 100%. So yeah, but I that, feel that like a massive goal, massive. Yeah, goal for brands me. are just like discovering how effective creators yeah, are. Yeah, yeah, and they're yeah. still kind of leaning on like legacy media people, you know, ex footy players to do a lot of branding and yeah. stuff like that. Where creators yourself, you produce your own stuff, you come up with your own ideas mm. regularly. It's tough to do. It's tough to do like regularly on a mm. consistent basis. So, mate, you're killing it. Keep it going. I, thank you. I, thank you. The reason I brought up was the Tigers was I saw your Instagram story mm. when they lost. You were smashing the bunker. Yeah. You were smashing. It was a terrible call. At it was. Yeah. It was. It's been panned universally by everyone in rugby league. Cameron Smith came out and said it was a bad call. Brandy, while it was being, you know, while he was, he was commentating. commentating on yeah. TV, said that is yeah. a shocking call. Bunkers had an absolute shocker. Uh, refs boss have come out and said, look. Going up to the bunker, he had no issue with. The call was actually terrible. Yeah. It wasn't It wasn't an escort. Mm. Um, but, I mean, what can you do about it? And that brings us to our fan question, actually, from David A. He says, is it time to scrap the bunker and bring back the video ref? As in, let's leave the bunker out of all on-field decisions, except for try-scoring decisions. Yeah. Like how it used to be. Ref would just go up, go to video ref, try, no try, make a decision, and leave it up to the ref. Because I think... Like maybe David's leaning on is that we're relying too much on technology. Yeah, we are. We are. Um, I think so too. I think we need to go back to what it was because the bunker is useless. You know, I think in some situations it's just so so pointless to have it there. So I mean, and and on the weekend was a great example. So I mean, well, yeah, I, got it wrong. you know, like and then they come out on Monday and say, "Oh, we apologize," but like you can't you can't change the fact that what happened. Yeah. I mean, Tigers fans we've copped it a lot. So. I mean, it, it would have been nice to get the win, but... Well, I mean, you know, it's I like mean, it's like people come and say, well, what are they playing for? You don't want that wooden yeah, spoon. It yeah, does yeah, count yeah. towards a wooden spoon. So like, that's why Tigers put in an official complaint. And we've but never had one, so got to keep the streak going. Never had a wooden spoon. I think they can't get rid of the bunker because they've invested too much money yeah, into yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's, you know, there's a lot of technology and that, you know, a lot of resource going into it. But I think it's in the game too much. I like the challenge system. Hmm. It's like tennis. Gives gives teams an opportunity to you know if, if there was a bad call we've seen so many calls being overturned with the captain's challenge so keep the challenges it's just let refs ref 
Yeah. Make decisions, live with the decisions like how they do in rugby. And only rely on technology when there's a when there's a try and refs are unsure if it's a try or not. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I think that's how it's got to be. It's got to go back to that. Leave the one ref. We've been going well with the one ref. Mm. Maybe let's just, you know, take it easy on all these six agains. I don't know. There's, it's hard when you throw in too many rules and rules changes, but yeah, I guess we're, that's where up. we're at. But yeah. Now, Shaq, talk to me about you. You're obviously a West Tigers fan. What What's your association with rugby league? Grew up a rugby league fan? Um. No, nah, because I was obviously I was born not in Australia, so I didn't. I didn't. Where were you born? Uzbekistan, okay. Tashkent. Yeah, so I moved to Australia when I was two years old. You don't get that a lot, Uzbekistan. Nah, you don't. Jeez. Not many people know where that is on the map, <laughs> unless you've seen <laughs> unless you've seen like Borat. But he, yeah, he, well, that's he Kazakhstan. Did, yeah, that's Kazakhstan. They near each other, but like, he disses Uzbekistan. Okay. Yeah, so we're like the we're the assholes. So, um, but uh, yeah, so I moved here when I was two years old. Uh, I was uh, so you're an immigrant. You're a proper immigrant. Yeah, proper immigrant. Okay, there yeah, you go. Yeah, got the, you know, every immigrant is known to have that little little <laughs> okay, dot there. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so I moved here when I was two years old. And I think I when I moved to, because I was moving around Bondi, Miranda, okay. stuff like that, as, uh, you know, immigrants do. And I finally, we finally settled in, in Piedmont. So that's like Balmain territory. Great place to park Yeah, and I loved it there. So I lived there for like, what, 16 years, 13 years, something like that. Um, so you'd and, go down to like uh yeah I'd, I'd go down like Balmain the old the old leagues club okay um so you know watch the games there and that's when I you know found out about the Tigers um otherwise I didn't know what the hell NRO was okay yeah and then yeah watch did, the uh, did you ever play no nah, I never footy? played I was a very skinny kid because I tell you, you got, but you got skinny. the height to play I, I was, could see you flying on the wing you're a great last tackle option I, I only grew when I was in year 12 okay. I was very small yeah I think you know everyone in my family was like why is this, why is he not growing you know okay, yeah because my, my whole t- like family's tall you know what are you like 6'4 six, now 6'1 six, six, so I'm not that tall but when I was <laughs> to when me I was, you're tall I'm, I'm pushing 5'8 <laughs> <on today, man. laughs> well, uh, my neck hurts looking at you now oh shit but, no no I'm saying no I would have taken you as a as a good last tackle option a lot nah, a good winger, nah. I, I wish i played but i think uh my parents you know being um sort of soviet parents we were very academic so okay. academic was number one sport was not not number so one so you got us. a decent ATAR then no, no no <laughs> i wasn't i wasn't academic i was more of a creative i hated i hated school i hated studying so yeah, like that. yeah Pro- I li- but i like my sport i played a lot of tennis i okay. played basketball um and now i just play oztag so yeah. Okay, well, that's that's a bit of former rugby league. Yeah. Well, rugby league count Oztag as their juniors because they're losing their junior base mm. in the NRL, so they got to get the numbers up. So they lean on Oztag a bit. But uh, that's that's funny because, uh, like, uh, yeah, I would have taken you as a oh, you're a league league supporter. We see on your socials mm. and stuff like that. But where do you see the Tigers being a Tigers fan going from here? They've just got Tim Sheens on board. Benji Marshall. They're going back to the 05 boys. Benji. They got Robbie Farrow come in. Aaron Woods has signed a one-year deal for next year. I read some report. This is the stupidest thing I've ever read. Benji Marshall is, has approached James Tedesco to see if he wants to return to the Tigers. Now, if I'm James Tedesco, I wouldn't even pick up the phone. He's living the lavish life in Bondi. Maybe he's tired of winning. At a great culture. <laughs> exactly. Why, why, if he's t- why would you want to leave Bondi yeah. and the Roosters, a great culture, to try and rebuild at the Tigers? I thought it was a stupid report. I mean, uh, I, where, do you, where do you think they're going? Um, I think it's for the next five years, I think I have good confidence in the Tigers. I mean, they're not a bad team right now. I think it mostly comes down to or any, any success. It doesn't matter if it's like sport or anything it comes down to attitude and discipline rather than talent. So yeah. if you can uh, push yourself mentally and stay composed and, you know, focused towards the goal and, you know, 
play as a team, you, you can win. Um, yeah, coaches are big on that. And, like and coaches are, yeah, yeah, defensive like mentality. That. But um, yeah, mentally you have to be strong uh, rather than, you know, have talent. How many people have talent and then they just wasted it, you know, doing dumb, dumb stuff. You know, yeah, how many there's athletes? Lot, there's there's a lot, you can go down the list. You can go down the list where it's just be like, wow, okay. But then you have like people who are not very talented, small and, you know, all that um, persona about those people. And then their discipline was just far greater than their talent and they just succeeded and it's all about longevity as well so yeah, no. talent can only get you far but if you're mentally strong you can get and there and you so, take that into into your content don't you like as in like yeah 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 you how, how did you how did you start getting into the the content game i mean it's daunting when you first start it is you know you got to put yourself out there mm. you got to create consistently how did you kick off your your social media you know career almost uh, I kicked it off. I've been trying for, I, th I created my first YouTube channel uh, in 2007 and early, I, days. early days. Yeah. I never, never continued it because growing up as a kid, very shy, didn't have confidence. Mm. Um, just, yeah, that fear of, you know, people judging and stuff like that yeah. as we all go through as, you know, when we start off. But um, 2007 created the uh, first YouTube channel. I, I think I did like a couple of like in in home stunts with my mate and uploaded them and then that's Shit. it <laughs> and that that's it but as a uh, going through tables and ladders and no nah, just uh, we were like 10 years old so i was just like jumping over like couches so. okay a bit of parkour, yeah, a bit of parkour. <laughs> early days of parkour okay, yeah, i didn't yeah, know yeah. what parkour was and then uh but my love for like um like filming and everything came through parkour because okay. you know i bought my first camera i started I've seen filming a feature in a couple of videos yeah well. documenting my like sort of like training sessions and yeah. with like the community and stuff and going overseas recording there you know having having the gopro and then, you know, buying finally a DSLR and recording on that. So kind of, that's where I got my like cinematography, editing yeah. skills. So everything's self-taught. Everything I've done is, is self-taught. So yeah, I say this all the time. If I had my time again, I wouldn't go to university. Now, yeah, kids, yeah. don't listen to me, okay, because I'm not, not wise. <coughs> but my university experience was a waste of time. I did accounting and marketing mm -hmm. in one year, out the other. I learned everything I learned in marketing on the job. Yeah. And everything production-wise, editing, you know, Framing, shooting, video. I mean, I shoot everything on a phone. I'm not as competent as you, but mate, biggest way. I said self taught. It's all self taught. Yeah. YouTube. You could learn everything on YouTube. You everything can. and anything you is can. on YouTube. It's a very powerful, powerful tool. So, uh, yeah, everything is self taught. And, and basically, when I just, um, when I was just, you know, just filming and stuff like that, you, you're fine on social media. You know, you make an Instagram account and then everything just pops up. Vine started to pop up. Yeah. So then I tried Vine, didn't really you know make it on vine started streaming on twitch um then just made like a couple of videos for instagram and then finally like tiktok you know fast Is forward TikTok where you saw the most growth i yeah i was like you know people will say oh like oh i went on tiktok just as a joke i knew what i wanted to do on tiktok yeah. i wanted to grow my platform so i can get onto youtube like that's yeah. exactly what i wanted to do and what that's was exactly YouTube what i did following when you jumped on tiktok zero seriously yeah didn't make a channel so wow. i jumped on tiktok i saw like um the whole growth and i was like uh you know within like what one year or like half a year like fifty thousand, then a hundred thousand yeah. and then uh, i was like okay well, now it's time to make that youtube channel and try and channel all that audience onto youtube and you've done that pretty well yeah and i i did that pretty well and i was surprised and i was like okay first video to release quite nervous and uh, i was an sha one and now, how, how many videos have you released now 106 yeah shit so that's a grind yeah yeah and, and yeah mostly still weekly, going hey. yeah once a week but i'm trying to now push out um twice a week just to push myself and just get the brain moving because as a creator you want to be as original as you can but um obviously you know you get stuff from other people inspiration mm -hmm. and just 
there's nothing wrong with that. Just put in your own yeah, twist. Yeah, we've, we've collabed a few times on TikTok. Yeah, and, and collabing as well. So I yeah. want to get more into that. But um, yeah, basically everything else has just been just me and me and just trying to get by. No, I feel like I was the I was the exact same. I mean, I I jumped on TikTok. I had some videos on Instagram do okay, and and that was a new platform. So I jumped on, wanted to see what I can make of it, try and you know pursue that you know media, um, and I had a bit of a marketing background that type and build build a bit of a following and profile, and it's the place to do it. And you can still jump on now and do it. You like, can. It's never yeah. it's never too late. It's, it's never too late to do anything. To be honest, I mean, there are things that are oversaturated. But um, there's always new opportunities everywhere. So and for for those that don't know, for the folks at home, Shack TV, you know, it does a lot of character work. Mm. It's probably I'd say above what a TikToker is. We wouldn't call you a TikToker because you're prominently like now making YouTube videos pretty regularly. Yeah, you know, the, the super wogs of the world don't put out videos as regularly as much. And he's getting a Netflix show. Mm. Um, you're kind of putting that grind of a YouTube video a week. What are your favorite characters that you pull off? Because my personal favorites, obviously, you got your junkie character, you got your Moe Don't Worry character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You did one recently, I pissed myself laughing, was the um, the charitable person uh, yes, that approaches yes, yes, you on yes, the street yes. as a charity worker that you yes. can't get rid of. What are your favorite characters to play? And, and you know, what what work goes into playing them? Um, favorite characters? Well, I, I do like playing the Eshe, but I don't milk him as much. Um, he's just fun to play around with, you mm. know. He's just kind of like that, you know. Yeah, it's typical Eshe just to kind of. I love how you put him in different situations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eshe and you can in a job interview. You can put him in any situation. Yeah. I think there's no, there's no like, um, I guess there's a sky's the limit in terms of just. We're all creators. You just have to just be creative um, with um, with your characters and stuff. But yeah, I do like playing the Eshe. The junkie, yeah, it hurts my throat sometimes, but like because of the because <laughs> of the voice. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta put the emphasis so, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The uh, the, <laughs> the the voice is just the the day after. It's just sometimes ah. Oh. Yeah. you know oh, shocking but um so i kind of don't milk him as much but um I, I have other characters that i haven't been like um that i haven't showcased um that much so russian like mafia i do like I, playing I that, like that um just because i speak fluent russian as well that helps you pull the accent off pretty well um yeah then there's like typical like bikey stuff i kind of just like look at a lot of movies and be like mm, i could probably like do that mm -hmm. sort of persona bikey dude you know i have a lot i want to do like more of um British type people what about as well. Just stay native and do a Uzbekistani and Borat. I character. could, I could push you out know. the Uzbek content. Yeah, get, uh, get so that, people get that Uzbek audience. So people, yeah, get that Uzbek audience. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Probably the most famous person there. Hundred <laughs> percent, you would. Hundred percent, Borat. Yeah, so maybe, maybe I'll probably go over there see the family sometime. Yeah, definitely yeah. do. But mate, I, we we had Jacob Karaz on last week and. Um, you know, the podcast actually did pretty well. We're climbing into the top mm -hmm. 10 on uh, Rugby League podcast. Congratulations, Sam. Um, yeah. It was really, really fun. Karaz a great kid, young up-and-comer at Canterbury. He's going to be a permanent fixture there. But getting into Rugby League, there's been actually quite a few things that have popped up this week. Mm. The news cycle never stops in Rugby League. So we have a segment called the HIA where we just discuss what's happening around the grounds. The massive one that's probably overshadowed the Tigers' referee blunder is the Manly Seagulls. Hmm. So they've come out this week. It's women in league round, and they thought they wanted to go the, the extra step further and showcase their pride jerseys. Seven players came out and said they don't want to wear the, they don't want to wear the jerseys. They were never consulted about wearing the jerseys. Des Hasler uh, supported the players, the coach. He said you know, he fully supports their decision. They weren't consulted. It was poor management on behalf of the club. 
so Josh Alawai, Jason Saab, Christian Tupolotto, Josh Schuster, Hamoli Olakawatu, Kola, and Sipley. So they were the players reportedly opposed to it. Apparently there were a few more possible debutants that um, were going to take their spot that also didn't want to wear it. Um, it's a definitely a grey area. Mm. It's uh, divided the rugby league community a bit. But yeah. I don't know. I, I, I think where, where it's tough is Manly really had to choose between if they wanted to make the finals or enforce the, you know, have the players miss out yeah. on the game. I got a big, big game, yeah. A lot, a lot of ramifications because they're both eight and eight and ninth. Yeah, winner of this game is probably going to make the top eight. Yeah. So, I don't know. They Des has come out and says he respects the cultures of the of the, of the players and, and agrees with their decision. But I think the ramifications for the round is just massive, and it opens up a lot of discussion. Like you know, Peter Valandis is saying that he might want to do a a pride round next year. Could you see other clubs doing the same thing? I mean. Even Paul Gallen came out this week and said, oh, you know, I didn't think it was necessary that they needed to go that extra step. It's women yeah. in league round. It's an important round itself. Very bad timing, yeah. It's just it's just poor timing. But yeah. how how do you feel it is in like in rugby league standard? Do, do players need to keep, you know, do, do they need to wear the jerseys? Or I think the, the last precedent for this was Sonny Bill Williams. Mm. He, uh, he said religiously... Uh, it was his religious belief. He didn't want to have a Unibet sponsor on his... I think Payne Haas as well wanted um, like the, the booze logo. And okay, all off, off his thing. I think it was and last, they made arrangements. So maybe they could have made arrangements for these players to, to be yeah. a full-strength team. They've just named their side today. Yeah. Uh, it's Tuesday. And gotta, it, it features uh, a lot of new players. James Seguiaro's back. So yeah. I don't think they're going to be full-strength. Probably going to mean a Roosters win. Do you think it's it's just poor timing for, for It's the very Mini bad Seagulls. timing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's... I mean, the Seagulls have had a tough season. No, tri- no, no you know, Trevojevic, no Trevojevic yeah. and they've had gritty wins and, you know, tough losses. So, I mean, did they really want to do that and cost them the finals? I mean, it wasn't Trevojevic meant to be back for the finals? I, yeah, I don't know. He, so, he would have been back for, preli- you know, late finals run. So, yeah. that's probably not going to happen now. Yeah. Which so. is probably better for him. He needs to rest. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, yeah. but so. it's just, it's unfortunate because, you know, you don't want... Uh, Rugby league to be shrouded in controversy with politics and, and, and stuff yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah, you got to keep that out of the game and just you know, just let the players play, I guess. And I don't know, it's it's a tough one. It's a it tough one. So. Conversation, but yeah, I guess we'll yeah, see yeah. where that ends up. I know the players aren't going to be playing this week, but I don't know. And and further further to that, another player controversy. This isn't a controversial episode, but Kevin Proctor. Has come out and he's been sacked immediately from the Gold Coast side. He's on his way out anyway. I don't think he particularly cares. Yeah. But this was for vaping mm. in the team sheds at halftime in Gold Coast colours. Now vaping's everywhere, Shaq. It You've is. You've seen everyone. It is. Yeah. Every you know, male made and his dog's got a vape out on a night out. He's a player. Probably shouldn't be doing it in his team colours. Yeah, shouldn't because he's a role model. You know, taking that footy. Is player. vaping illegal? Is it illegal? I don't know. I don't do it, so I don't, yeah, I don't know nah, the rules. I'm not much you know? of a vapor so either. I think I'm not an argila smoker either. But neither, neither. No. I, I, I don't. I don't see. So if he were to do it, if he was not in club colours, would if he it still was in be club? Yeah, if it was in a club doing it, I mean, that's you know, that's fine. I think that's fine. Yeah, I'm but sure I think he's not the only player that vapes. But I think was it half time? I know. He, I know he wasn't playing. Was it was half time. Yeah, he was in the sheds. again. It's you're in the sheds. You have your team colours on. 
you're still a role model, mm. you know. You were, were they down? I don't know if they were down. So you kind of you kind of a very experienced. <laughs> you know, you're an experienced player on the team. I think. I reckon. I reckon Kevin but, Proctor wouldn't have done that at Melbourne. There's nah, no way nah, he's no way. in the sheds nah, at Melbourne. Nah, nah. They, That's they just a Gold Coast. That. Uh, it is. It's a Gold Coast. That's lobster, a Gold Coast man. thing, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, but, <laughs> but I mean. I don't know. I think it's, he had one foot out the door. He he was on his way out. I think. Yeah, I don't his, think he... his Gold Coast run, like many who have left Melbourne, didn't really live up to expectation for you know yeah. being a quality second rower, New Zealand second rower. Yeah, you know probably hasn't performed as well as he'd like to for the Gold Coast, but he'll probably head off to England. Big UFC fan, Shay. Uh, starting to watch it a bit more now. Yeah. Tuning in more. Yeah, tuning in more. more yeah. There's a lot more casual viewers nowadays. Yeah. I'd, I'd class myself as a casual viewer, getting into it more and more, mm-hmm. you know, past your Conor McGregor's. They're putting on events almost every week yeah. now. There's a UFC event. Highlight was Paddy the Baddy and Molly Meatball mm. both getting wins. I don't know if you've seen them. They're bloody I everywhere on TikTok. I saw, I saw his little speech as well, which was um, very good. The mental health speech? Yeah, I thought that yeah. was awesome. I think, I think that was that was great for the sport and, and worldwide because us men, you know, we we think we're tough as nails, but mm. inside, yeah, we're, we're No, we're it, was, not, it was so. a good speech for awareness. But well, I, just think, it, so. I think these two together, these scousers, they've got the funniest accents yeah. Okay. I love it. They're yeah. pure entertainment. Every YouTube video they're in, whether they're doing something with MMA Junkie or UFC Presses at the Wayne's, they, you know, they, they, their chat is hilarious. Mm. I don't know. It's their inflection, the way they talk. I don't know. They're, they're two characters. I think they're the best entertainers the UFC has at the moment. They're, yeah. In a, in a UFC without a lot of characters like McGregor's that they don't lean on anymore, without your, you know, I mean, you got... New new fighters like Hamzat and mm. you know Colby Covington's one you know I'd say entertaining fighter that divides opinion but I don't know I, I enjoy watching these guys I reckon you know they they do complain about fighter pay and not getting paid their fair share but they're getting a lot of endorsements outside Dave yeah. Portnoy from Barstool's been riding them I think that's the way to go if you're entertaining enough you can you can probably make money outside of fighting hundred percent it's 100%. like Probably like like with us in in content, especially with TikTok, you're not getting paid all that much. Nah. But it's like, especially you know, in Australia, yeah. Especially in Australia, it's not like overseas where there's a creator fund and mm. stuff like that. But there's opportunity coming from brands or like people that reach out, um, they want to get you in campaigns or like yeah. stuff like that. So I reckon these two are, are bloody hilarious. They got to keep what, doing what they're doing. And UFC, if they're not if they're not uh. Using you know, them if they're not using them correctly yeah. and not paying them the right amount, they could. Not that they'll go elsewhere because there's not a lot of fighter. Yeah, I think UFC is the biggest one. That's exactly where you. Right. That's where you want to be as a fighter and entertainer. So it's a big stage. So, but both of them won their fights yeah. convincingly. Paddy by submission, Molly hmm. by a you know TKO, gruesome elbow. It was good to see. But they uh, campaigned to Champagne Puppy Drake. Hmm. Uh, he put a large wager on them. I don't know if you see he's become a big junkie gambler. Yeah, I saw Champagne that stake, puppy. yes. So yeah, yeah. he put quite a lot of money on them, won a couple mil, and they they uh, appealed to him and said, can we get a rollie? Can we get a rollie? As in, a, you know, a nice Rolex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He tweeted out, Champagne Puppy, Rolex to Paddy the Baddy and Molly Meatball. So, mate, whatever they're doing, they're doing it right, and they're, so they're, they're getting rollies. They're getting rollies from Drake, yeah. Exactly right. Now, in our world of... Content creators and people on Instagram, social media influencers. Jordan Simi mm-hmm. jumped in the boxing ring last week. Yeah. Jordan Simi of, of YKTR. I like Simi, yeah. I think he's funny. He's a character. Paints his nails. I don't know. I just wanted to point that out. It's no. funny to see. Um, <laughs> it's, it's different. And, and, and he's, he's I think he's a bit of a character. I like watching some of his stuff. 
um, has that podcast, Grouse and a Few Reds. Mm. He jumped in the ring with uh, Hodges. Justin Hodges. Yeah. Good watch. I think it was like a four-round fight. Does this open up maybe No Limit looking at and other boxing promoters looking at, TikTokers, Instagrammers, influencers to start jumping in the ring? Because Jake Paul has, you know, started this trend. Logan mm. Paul, this phase of... KSI. People, yeah. let's settle Let's settle things in the ring, which yeah. I quite like. It's like the old-fashioned duel. Yeah. Do, do you see more and more people on social media getting in the boxing ring, whether it's people on maths, people on Instagram, TikTokers? What do you reckon? Yeah, we could go down that road, but we're, I think, I don't know, we're a bit late. I mean, America was doing it for the past, or UK was doing it for the past, you know. They just had a big years. recent uh, TikTok boxing event. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, if the time to get in, it's probably now, otherwise you'll, you'll miss the ship, because otherwise it just gets, again, oversaturated and people will be like, okay, just who cares about these? You yeah, know, that's very of, true. I thought Simi did well. I, thought he I think it did well, yeah. Like, you know, he, he was... Short, uh, what was it like? Short turnaround. Short turnaround, like, like three yeah. Three weeks notice. But I mean, like, he's, his boxing looked decent enough for, I mean, the amount of training he's putting. Yeah. He's yeah. trying to keep him at bay with the jab. Hodges was probably just coming forward a bit too much yeah. from him, but... And I think, um, again, it wouldn't be for fighting. I think it's more of like entertaining if it was like content creators. But yeah. I, I guess for I me... I think he was just happy to be there. Yeah, he I was think, just yeah, happy to be there. Yeah. So and I think he won his missus back to who he was fighting for. Gee, she's a beautiful sort. Yeah. Uh, Sammy Robinson. Mm. But good on him. He's leading the way, Jordan Simi, because I think there's a few TikTok creators jumping in the ring. I don't know if you've seen on TikTok. Castro's jumping in the ring. Yisra's grabbed a couple of boxing mm. gloves recently. She's been hitting I the pads. I saw that. Yeah, I saw that. Mate, I feel sorry for the woman that has to get in the ring with her. But... <laughs> I think it opens up the door for a lot of creators to start jumping in the ring. I don't know about you. I've been training myself. Keep an eye out for a uh, a creator's boxing card. I reckon in the in the near future. Yeah. If it's a time to do it, I'll it's jump. A time I'll, now. I'll jump in the ring. Would you jump in? Yeah, I'll you train a bit of boxing, haven't you? I've trained boxing. Yeah, yeah I've trained boxing. I do mostly my training right now is calisthenics. I do okay. all street workout stuff. So, but I, I made uh, Neil Cole Hatkins a bit of a boxer as well. Yeah, he, he is. Stuff with yeah, yeah. There, he's got he's got fast hands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but um, I guess we'll I see. mean, yeah. Whatever, if you want me in a boxing ring, I'll be ready. If the money's right for Shaq. If the money's right, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm not getting in the ring to get my head kicked in for free. So. Yeah. I don't know if you've seen um, Jack Harlow, mm-hmm. you know, popular worldwide rapper, hip-hop artist. Mm-hmm. He's touring Australia right now. He was just at Splendor in the Mud recently. Um, oh, got a lot of Splendor was, in the Mud. I don't think I could think of anything worse to be at than that nah. Splendor thing. As if Tents in what was like 12 all hours. different types of mud. Yeah. Traffic. Oh. Like and then job. in the mud, I couldn't think of anything worse. And and people had to tent there and stay there. Yeah, I mean we're we're kind of ethnics. Mm. I need to be in some form of tiled yes. house. Yeah, and maybe tiled house with some tea, mm. and that's get an good. Uber to the event possibly. Yep, maybe yep. an Uber yep. XL mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. space. Yep, I don't know. I couldn't think of anything else. But he's he's been out and about in Australia, and he put up an Instagram story that he's been hooked on AFL. He's been watching the game, and he's loving the umpires attire. Mm. Different umpires attire. Obviously, they wear the yellow. And he's put up a couple of stories of just you know the old-fashioned white coat with a with a sun hat yeah. attire. I enjoy seeing Americans, particularly, and you know probably American celebrities getting around Australian sports. Pat yeah. McAfee was the last guy to really get into the AFL when we were in lockdown. When America was in lockdown ages ago, he jumped on the Mason Cox bandwagon. Called him Coxzilla at Collingwood. I, I think it's I think it's fun and and it and it gets it get it opens up to it opens up the sport yeah to getting an, a US audience he's yeah. gotten a kick out of AFL he was just with the Penrith Panthers boys 
I don't know. Do you, do you remember a, a a celebrity that jumped on the sport as hard as others? I mean, I don't know. Well, there's, think, co- there's a couple of wrestlers that have, you know, they do the tour out yeah, here and yeah. they get on like a, a rugby league and yeah, and there's stuff a like there's that. a lot that have been like part of like the Rabbitohs, you know, mm. tour that they get with their Russell jersey, Crow. yeah, with Russell Crowe, so, yeah, because he's got the connections. So, um, but uh, I think when it was lockdown, I think NRL was the only sport that was kind of running, and I think. I think that would have been the best opportunity for the US and everyone to kind of be like, mm-hmm. oh, NRL is the only sport. Let's just watch that. Yeah. So, but um, yeah, I'd like to see more of like US getting into not just the sport in Australia, but culture. Because yeah. we're only known for like, oh, shrimp on the barbie. Like, that's not even like what we do. Yeah. So like, yeah. But um, and I like really. That's yeah, and Thor. But um, that's it. You know, not many people know our actual true culture. So what we have, our subcultures here. So. I reckon a couple of us need to go over there. Yeah. Put us on the map. Yeah, I'd like, like to do that. A couple that, of yeah. fitness creators just went over to the US. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mendoza, Anabolic Gauge and stuff. And they did like a full, then to LA, trained the zoo culture. Yeah. They went to Houston, trained at Alpha Lab Gym. Like, mm-hmm. uh, Alpha Land, sorry. Like, it's, it's. I, I wouldn't mind doing a, a six months over there, create content over there and yeah. try and like... Bring, yeah, the bring, bring because, our culture over there. Bring I mean, the Eshe culture, Lebos, yeah. and, and KSI and all that. They're, they're all kind of collaborating over there. They need a taste of, of Australian Australian creators, creators yeah. We're kind of, yeah, because everyone that everyone that's here kind of just keeps it themselves. And uh, that includes me. So, But uh, I want to try and, um, yeah, just collab with a lot of people and, and expand the Australian, Australian content scene and our culture. So otherwise, the people that make it here, they just fly all the way to america and just forget about Australia no, sometimes but um yeah um very strange right? what about this one this is an this is very left field producer shabs has thrown this in there i thought it was bloody hilarious okay there's a new study out of england obviously uh <laughs> where they've surveyed a thousand seven hundred and thirty two adults in in great britain and the question was do you think you could win a point against 23-time Grand Slam champion Serena Williams. And surprisingly, 12% of men, that's one in eight men, mm-hmm. said yes, they could win a point against Serena Williams. Now, she's a Grand Slam champion. Do you think, I don't want to put you on the spot here, Shabs, but do you think you could win a point against Serena Williams? Well, it depends. If she's in a, if it's the prime or right now. So prime Serena or... Or Prime Serena. Oh, okay, say so, no. Say it's a Serena now, because she's still playing. She's I still could, going can, hard for Grand Slam. I can get a point. I'm pretty decent at tennis. I'm pretty decent. Yeah, you did say yeah. you had a tennis background. If I'm serving, I could probably. I could. If she's serving, I. I don't think so, <laughs> unless she hits the net twice. But yeah. Because I know John McEnroe came out and said, you know, that he's got kids in his academy that could probably beat Serena, mm. which I know he copped a lot of backlash for. But I think one point, one point. I think a, I, I, three, I can do one point in a three set match. Yeah. It's a women's match. I think. I could, it wouldn't be me winning the point, it'd be her losing the point. Like, she'd have to hit it out or, you know, get a double fault or something. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? i get maybe a lucky shot. I'm not the best tennis player, but I'm somewhat coordinated. Yeah. I think it'd be... I'd, I'd give it a crack. Mm-hmm. She'd, she'd wipe the floor with me, but I could get one point. I so I agree I with that. Maybe one in eight's a bit much. I mean, it should be like, you know, one in 20 or something. But I guess, mate, men back themselves. You gotta back yourself. Back I, yourself I think to I the can. Yeah, yeah. But, no... What we usually do on this show, Shaq, is we play a couple of games of Would You Rather. Now, mm-hmm. you being a, a, a creator, you know, social media megastar, some would say, mm-hmm. over 130,000 followers on YouTube, I want to play a game of Would You Rather. Now, first one off the bat is, would you rather give up 
your social media accounts to win an NRL grand final? Uh, nah, I wouldn't. Nah, doesn't nah. mean that much to you an NRL grand final. Nah, as a player or as, as like a as like a fan. No, 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 no. You're you're a player. I'm a player. You're a player. Your Shaq is a in his prime winger playing for the <laughs> West Tigers. And you're playing in the grand final. You win the grand final mm, for your club. Love to see that again, but um, yeah. <laughs> would you would you give up your social media? You've put a lot of hard work into your social media accounts. Yeah, I, you I built d- it from the ground up. Would you give that all up to to win a grand an NRL grand final? I do love rugby league, um, but I do what I love now. So that's content creating. I, I wouldn't give that up. You wouldn't give it up? Nah, no way. Nah. I think I, I think it was I, a childhood dream of mine to win an NRL grand final and get yeah. the tattoo. With the players, put it somewhere. Yeah. Get the get the club logo on you. It, so it would, I would, I would, I would personally. It'd be a throw, good feeling, yeah. But I never really grew up to be like, oh, I want to be an NRL player. I just, I just watched the game as yeah, like as a fan. I've been like, uh, you know, I, I don't just, know. I just like following something. I just have a lot of passion towards something. Yeah, I do yeah. have competitiveness, and um, but I mean, as an NRL, probably nah. Well, me playing a lot of junior footy, I probably. Would throw it all away. Yeah, for the grand oh, final. Of, of course. I would. Yeah. I don't know. My, my old man played rugby league. It's kind of instilled in us. But I could see you've worked. You've worked like you've worked your ass off to mm. build the accounts. But me personally, I think I would do it. Yeah. I think I would do it. Now, what about this one? Have the New South Wales Blues go on a ten-year winning streak, or the Tigers win three premierships in a row? Tigers three premierships in a row. Yeah, yeah. you're more of a club fan than New yeah, South Wales. Yeah, New South Wales, man. Pff, because on, you think about it. That, all these reporters and Fox Sports came out and said, you know, origin just means more to Queenslanders. Yeah. And that, but that, they were saying that from the players' perspective. I don't know. I, we, can't, we can't really speak for players. Because, mm-hmm. you know, you had player, former players like Willie Mason come out and say, that's, all, that's bullshit. These guys don't know shit. Yeah. But I was in Brisbane for game three. Those fans are nuts. They're nutcases. Mm-hmm. They love Queensland. They'll die for Queensland. Mm-hmm. I don't think the New South Wales supporters are that diehard yeah, for they're not. their state. Yeah. As, as Queenslander. I think that's a fair thing to say. Yeah. In this day and age, but I'd rather the Bulldogs go three in a row than see New South Wales win ten. In yeah, a row. yeah. You know I'd, I mean? I'd rather. Yeah, I'd love to see the West Tigers. I think pe- people are I more mean, drawn to what? their clubs than they are the yeah, state. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you play three games of State of Origin while you play like what twenty five, and then plus, you know, your finals footy. Mm-hmm. Well, I haven't seen finals footy in eleven years. So. <laughs> it is rough being a Tigers fan. Seriously, if there was a relegation, like, if there was a relegation, they'd be the first team. Up oh for relegation. yeah, I know. Oh, actually, we were sitting They've ninth been for so a couple years. Yeah, it's just like no final. I don't think even a semi-finals run since 2011. Like, yeah, I was I was at that. The last time they were in the uh, it was, it was was it a Warriors game? It was Warriors game at SFS, the old uh, yeah Sydney Football Stadium, and they lost at the dying moments as well in Tigers fashion. So, and that's when like you know Benji Marshall was like the best player in the world at the time. We had such a great team. Tim Sheens was still the coach, and uh, they lost against the Warriors. And I think the Warriors made that final that year. So they I did, think yeah, I think that the the, if they beat the Warriors, I think they would have won at all the Tigers. They were in such great form. So yeah, Benji was still there, and I think that's when they changed the rules because the Tigers won week one. They never they didn't get a a week off. They had that's to go right. play against the Warriors, and they changed the format. And then they changed the format. Get a second yeah. second shot. Yeah, thanks NRL. Seriously. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> nothing works in the Tigers' favor. Yeah, at the moment. oh man, just well, look at last week. We're, we're very passionate fans, so um, yeah. Well, bringing up. Terrible refing decisions and terrible rule changes. That moves us to top five worst referee decisions of all time. Number five, we've got GI's knock on the 2012 State of Origin. This one was massive because it was a dying moment to State of Origin game run. The ball ricochets off Robbie Farah's boot. Looks like a clear knock on from Greg Inglis. Mm. 
They go on to win the game and then win the series. Referee's boss come out and say, yes, they got the decision wrong. That was another loss to New Classic. South Wales in a time that Queensland went on a dynasty. Who knows what could have happened, but that's number five. <clears throat> number four. I think it was Nathan Kalis, mm -hmm. uh, wrongly sinbinned, mistaken identity. Yes, I think it was it Daniel Mortimer. Yeah, stripping. I think. Yeah, it was. he stripped yeah. the ball. Nathan Kalis went and sat down for ten. I don't know how you mistaken identity, but uh, yeah, that's. I don't know anyone that looks it. like Nathan Kalis. <laughs> <laughs> okay, number three, we've got Braithen Astor being penalised for getting punched in the face. He was dog shotted by David Fayologo. Uh, in the ruck. Yeah, you're kidding. And then he blows up at the ref for getting penalty for the penalty going against him. He's telling the ref, "You're off your head." Yeah. Terrible call. That and obviously that's why it gets number three. Number two, what do we got? We got a uh, Cowboys Manly semi. Mm -hmm. Kieran Foran, the um, and I think it was Jonathan Thurston as well. Dying moments of the game. Yes. Knock on. That wasn't called. That was massive. Yeah. Because. I don't think the Cowboys were up at that time, but the game was in the balance. It was like yeah. in the 60th minute or something like that. Ball goes forward. Kieran Foran came out after the game and said he never touched it. Mm. Oh. Video footage clearly shows him touching it. Referees again mm -hmm. coming out and saying he got it wrong. I think that was uh, another Ben Cummins decision. He features uh, in this list a fair bit. Poor classic Ben. ben classic Ben. Number one, this is the Raiders-Roosters grand final. Ben Cummins... We've seen this calls six again and then calls last tackle when Jack Whiten gets caught with the ball. Shocking. He went down Shocking. thinking he had another fresh set after a kick went everywhere. He jumped on the ball. Just a, a terrible decision. Dying moments of a grand final. Yeah. Game was still in the balance. And referees again come out and said, yes, they got the call wrong. To get it wrong at, at in a grand final, I mean, that's why it's number one. It's the biggest stage in rugby league. Clubs work all, all year to get to the grand final and they cost... With you know, they get cost with one bad decision by a referee. That was very rough for Canberra, and that's why yeah. that's number one. So let's recap the top five. We had Greg Inglis knock on in, in State of Origin. Nathan Kalis, mistaken identity. Braithen Astor being penalised for being dog-shotted. Cowboys versus uh, the Manly Seagulls. Kieran Foran Semi-final, yeah. Kieran Foran knock on. And the Canberra Raiders versus the Roosters grand final. We've had some shockers over the years. Yeah. And it doesn't seem like it's getting any better. No. Nah. Okay, so, I mean, as we saw on the weekend, I mean, uh, come on. Yeah, the referees <laughs> need to start pulling their fingers out. Maybe it's we've got to get rid of the te technology. Maybe it's a bit too much. Know. But, mate, let that brings us to our long shot for the week. Shaq, I'll start with my long shot. couple of big games. Like we said, Manly versus Roos is a big game. That's who's going to make the eight this year uh, for eighth. But my long shot this week, I'm going to go with the Bulldogs going back-to-back -back for a second time this year against Newcastle. They're playing good footy. They carved up the Titans. They look like they're just playing good attacking footy. Everyone's just, they're offloading. They're playing like the old Bulldogs entertainers, not scared to throw the ball around. So I'm going to go Bulldogs to win, and I'm going to go an upset that no one's going to go with. Parramatta to beat the Penrith mm. Panthers this week. Luai's out. Parramatta need to bounce back on into the finals. There's five, six rounds left. They need to get on the front foot, save their season, make a run in the finals. We're going to go Parramatta to beat the Penrith Panthers and Bulldogs to beat the Knights this week. What do you reckon your long shot's going to be? I like I like um, Dragons over the Cowboys. I think Cowboys yeah. didn't play a good game at home uh, against the Tigers, which they should have lost, but um, won't go into that again. But, uh, yeah, I think Dragons, Ben Hunt is in great form. I think he's Dallium, clear oh, winner. I, I reckon he'll get it. Yeah, He's, 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 he's a best. gun. Yeah, he's a gun. So I think Dragons over the Cowboys. And um, I don't know. I, I think I still think Penrith are going to beat Parramatta Pretenders. So, yeah. I, 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 I just... Just don't like Parramatta, yeah. Well, I think well, it was Phil Gould that came out, or possibly Matty Johns, and said, the only team that can beat Penrith Panthers 
in the grand final this year is the Penrith Panthers. Mm-hmm. They can only lose it from here. Yeah. They just look too good. They're head and shoulders above everyone. Like Melbourne are struggling. Yeah, they are they struggling. Have been, I, Even Craig seen, Bellamy knows is like, oh. He said, I don't know if yeah. their season's saving. They've tried to. Yeah. They've had a crack at trying to sign Dane Laurie. They've been trying to get the Fox over, trying to get Reese Walsh from the Warriors. They yeah. need someone to fill in the, that fullback position because the outside backs are them down. They're making so many errors. <clears throat> It, it's it's hard to watch Melbourne like this because you're just yeah. so used to them being a well-oiled machine, and you know to see them lose that many games in a row, it's unlike them. I think they finally probably break the drought this week. Yeah, I think they will. I think they'll get a good run home and um, they'll settle things down. But I think in terms of finals footy, I think yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't see him beating Penrith. Yeah, I don't see anyone beating Penrith. Yeah, yeah. I I thought maybe uh, I don't know. Nah, Broncos. Nah, Cowboys. Nah. Who else is it? No, nah, I don't. I, well, yeah, has there no been one. a team shorter than two dollars Penrith mm. to win the grand final? That's what they're paying right now. You can get really? even money on Penrith. Second favorite being the Cowboys to win the grand final right now. Mm. So I don't know. Yeah, Melbourne have fallen out of favor. I think they're fourth favorites to win the grand final, which is because Brisbane are starting to play some good footy. They Brisbane are. Brisbane are looking good. Souths are making a run. It's up in the air right now, but like I said, Penrith Panthers team to beat for sure. Mm-hmm. But yeah. that brings us to a wrap today on the B Team. Thank you for tuning in. Shaq, thank you for joining us. Where can we find you on socials? Shaq TV? Yeah, just Shaq TV on YouTube. Search it up. And Shaq.TV, Instagram and TikTok. Um, and that's about it. That's all from us today. Tune in on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts and YouTube. And also tune in this week. We're going double back-to-back episodes this week. We've got Alex Twile, West Tigers player. Lebanon Cedar coming on the show this week. Should be a great episode. Keen to get him on. But thank you for tuning in. Until next time.